0: Parker J. Cole Show. I am your host, the Queen Parker J. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we are going to be talking about aliens, you, and God. I can't wait to delve into this topic. We have talked about this topic before, but now we are at a point where the government is pretty much stating that aliens exist, or if not aliens exist, there is something going on up there in the sky or down below. We don't know too much about it, and I can't wait to tell you more about it as I talk with my good friend, Travis Perry from Bear Publications. As always, we want to thank you for your support. We have been showcasing Christian authors worldwide for the past nine years, and as God gives us grace, we'll continue to do so. To find out how you can help out, simply go to patreon.com slash stuff and see what you can do. And as always, we covet your prayers. To stay up to date with PJC Media, simply go to pjcmedia.net, click on the pink follow button, and you'll never, ever have to miss a show. And so I'm going to introduce my guest co-host to you today. He's a good friend of mine, as well as the owner of Bear Publications. He's a writer, military personnel, a major, and he does so much with his time and knowledge. I am one of his biggest cheerleaders, and I am so very grateful he's with me today. Travis, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Parker. Thanks for having me on.
0: And thank you for being with me. I know you are very busy, so I won't keep you too long, but we just at least have to touch on this topic about aliens, me, and God. I put it personally because this information does affect us on a personal level, I would think. So the first thing we have to talk about is the proper term. Now, we used to call it UFOs, but now the new term is UAP. Well, let's go ahead and dig into this. Why the change? Which is the proper term?
1: You know, I think UFO, unidentified flying object, was what was used in the old days. And it kind of went out of style because I think people were saying, well, what if it's not really an object? What if it's just an illusion or something? So they changed it to UAP, unidentified aerial phenomenon. But I think also there's another thing going on there. Probably, you know, some people in government doing these kinds of studies, UFO kind of got this reputation of being kind of crazy or a paranoid type thing, uh, a nutso idea. So they kind of went like, well, let's not do that. Let's talk about something that sounds a little more sane. So they went to UAP.
0: I can understand that oftentimes when you think of UFOs, it ranges from those who are very serious about the topic to those who you will probably consider in the loony bin. And I can understand why people may want to change that so we have the correct viewpoint of alien and aerial phenomenon that we simply cannot understand. So let's go ahead and poke a finger at the bear here. Why should we trust the government? after many people were discredited, before they outrightly admitted there were UAP phenomenon?
1: Right. I think the thing that we have to talk about is what the government actually admitted to. I think I saw somebody on TV saying, hey, did you know the government's admitted there's aliens? But that isn't actually what the government admitted. What the government admitted was that they're a genuine phenomenon. They released some tapes and they talked about it some. Uh, but that's not the same as saying they are aliens. They just said that We know we have seen things. We have solid evidence that things have been seen, but we don't know what they are. Anyway, so why would we trust the government? Well, I think that's a believable thing to say. That's one thing. And, you know, it's true that in the past, I think it was back in the 60s and 70s, if I remember correctly, there was something called Project Blue Book run by the U.S. Air Force that were looking at UFOs, and they basically concluded that UFOs don't exist. I mean, they're not anything real. They're just a variety of things that people get mixed up by. They had only a tiny percentage of ones they could not explain away. And the ones they couldn't explain away, they just, well, I guess they don't matter much. But I guess over the years, more and more data has accumulated. There's more uh, recording of flights, more recording of events. And as data accumulated, I think, you know, I guess I have a non-paranoid view of things. The government just finally decided, well, we should just admit what information we actually have. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's really a matter of trusting the government. I think we should look at the information that they released. And uh, well, to me, it's credible.
0: So instead of saying don't trust the government, it's just say acknowledge that the government is making it clear that there is some odd phenomenon that we have to be aware of. And that's pretty much it is. Now, let's go ahead and talk about this phenomenon, because Usually, it falls into two categories, particularly within the believer realm of thinking about these critical things. So, how best can we categorize the two major thoughts about aliens, UFOs, UAPs, etc.?
1: Let me just quickly say the kind of thing the government has uh, found, at least what I've seen, some of the footage they've released. So, there's like footage of a Navy cockpit where some pilots are flying, and they see military jet piles, and they see this black shape in the sky. And the black shape is kind of following them, and they can see it. And then it, you know, it it falls in for a while, then it disappears. And they have some pretty good footage of that. What is that? Well, I mean, generally the thought is aliens. That's what most people think, though. Maybe even it isn't, you know, aliens. Maybe it's something else. And in particular, Christians have, we could say, I guess, traditionally said that it's probably something demonic. And there's a reason why Christians say that. It's because, you know, if you look at the world, you have a, you know, if you think of the world as having a creator God and there's spirits below him, angels and demons. Well, you know, why would it be angels? They don't certainly seem angelic, you know. Uh, so what? You know, what do you have left? Is demons. But anyway, but that's common way that a lot of Christian folks talk about it. There's probably demonic, and then people who aren't Christians generally say, well, it's probably aliens. And I guess I feel that I don't, really don't have sufficient evidence to say what it is.
0: My next question I'm going to ask after I give a brief detail. I recently saw the movie by Jordan Peele called Nope, And in the movie, it discusses the idea of alien phenomena, which is, it looks like a flying saucer when you first see the artifact or the object in the sky in the movie. And then one of the characters, I can't remember which one did, says, the government changed the Term from UFOs to UAPs because it wanted the public to forget about these things. And I thought that was rather paranoid because most people do forget and don't forget the things that are important to them. If it's not important, we'll forget about it. If it is important, we'll remember it. And so when you hear something like that from pop culture, do you think there may be some truth to it?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There are people who believe very much. The government has a whole bunch of secret information about aliens that they haven't released and even now haven't released. You know what I'm saying? So there are people who say this about, you know, the the Roswell uh, aliens, that there were aliens and the government saw them. I don't have enough evidence to say that that's true. And I just don't think it's true, I guess you could say further. So I don't feel the government has necessarily changed the term to cover things up. I think they changed the term, though, because they want to be able to talk about it without sounding like they're weird or wacky. But I don't know if they wanted us to forget about aliens. I think the government's had evidence. You know, the kind of evidence they released is not a home run. It's not a slam dunk. It just shows that the, you know, people are seeing something. Definite clear evidence of seeing something, but none of that explains what it is. So I don't know. I guess I don't really think I buy into the idea that the government changed the term to UAP so we wouldn't think about UFOs.
0: question has to do with your opinion. Why are we so fascinated by the ideas of alien phenomena?
1: Well, people in general, well, I mean, it's a great question. Are there other creatures in the universe other than ourselves? And one of the things about being a Christian was we do have kind of a ready-made answer. We are not alone in the universe. In fact, uh, God is in the universe. There's another uh, intelligence that isn't us that's out there. And I do think sometimes when people don't believe in God, there's this kind of sense of a vast universe and only us in it that's a gives some people a tremendous sense of loneliness, and they really want there to be aliens, you know, to have someone to to be in contact with us. You know, they don't want to think of the universe as empty. And for other people, it helps explain things, you know, in a a world that is kind of post-belief, post-religion, people find meaning in believing in aliens. And as a Christian myself, some Christians say, well, because God created the earth, he put uh, human beings on it, You know, we really don't think there's any aliens. The Bible doesn't mention it. But I'm mindful of the fact that the Bible didn't mention, not in a very clear, specific way, you know, North America or South America It mentioned, you know, uh, Europe and Asia and Africa, because those are the places important to that part of the world, uh, but doesn't mention other places. That doesn't mean the other places didn't exist. They just weren't mentioned at the time. So I think it is possible in my mind that there could be aliens that God created that we don't really know about, uh, and I, I can't say if we will know about them or not. I don't even know if they actually exist. It's not necessary for me that God created aliens, but I think some people who look at the world, and I know I've already said a fair amount on this, but especially some scientists who think of you know evolution as just a natural event, it, it's a product of the laws of nature, they look at the rest of the universe and they go, it's so big that there has to be other life out there, and they're convinced that it it's there. So I think there's a variety of things going on. Some people are looking, you know, kind of for fellowship with aliens in a way, kind of like God. Other people think there must be aliens because of just the way the laws of nature work. And as Christians, I think we just can't be sure. Maybe there are or maybe there are not.
0: One thing that I find interesting in all this talk about aliens is how we depict alien cultures. One of the aspects of Star Trek that we enjoy for me as a Trekkie is the various alien races that we come across. So we may meet the Klingons, we may meet the Andorians, we may meet the Balkans, and they may be alien in features, sometimes very alien, and sometimes they look very much similar to us. But there's one aspect of these creatures that remains the same. They are relatable because they exhibit human characteristics that we can understand. But you challenged this idea in your book called What Aliens Teach Us About God. Go ahead and share with our listeners what that book is about.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a science fiction fan from a long time ago, I'm aware of the fact of the existence of fictional aliens. And what I wanted to make plain, there's something in the Bible uh, when it talks about God the theologians have for a long time called the transcendence of God, but we could call it, you know, the alienness of God. God is, humans are made in God's image, but an image is lesser than the original thing. You know, if you look at an image in a mirror, the image is two-dimensional and flat, and the original thing is three-dimensional. There's quite a bit of difference there, even though one reflects the other. So God is quite a bit different from us, and that's something that I Illustrated by bringing up aliens, so to use Star Trek aliens Klingons uh, while they're different from humans, they're quite a bit like some warrior cultures people have had and that have existed in, on earth before, and Vulcans are quite a bit like you know historic stoics that existed. Uh, There's some differences, of course, but generally they're quite human, just kind of human with a twist, but God's characteristics like humans too, God has the thoughts and plans. God is able to move, and we have legs that we can can move. God sees and we have eyes. God handles things. We have hands. But the Bible says also that God is a spirit, that he is in essence invisible in the form of God the Father. Jesus Christ, of course, has a body, but God the Father is invisible, uh, can't be seen, doesn't have the physical characteristics that we have, and doesn't act like us either, according to the Bible. There's things that God is able to do that we can't do. He can see time from beginning to end, but he also, there are things we do that God doesn't do according to the Bible. God can't sin according to the Bible. God can't deny his promises. This makes God quite different than a human being. God knows good and evil without doing evil. Uh, God is, and you know, God's attitude about life and death is different than ours too. The, the, the being that controls whether a being a creature can raise from the dead or not, Is not as concerned with death as we are, which I mean that for some people that's a horrific thought. But God is different from us, so that's what I try to bring out in the book that God is amazing. Now, of course, I'm making a distinction between what I'm saying here. Some people think of God or gods as being actual like evolved aliens back in the past, you know, the ancient aliens theory. I don't think that that is actually that is actually more like human beings than what God is, because God, unlike us, we develop over time whether you believe in evolution or not, we develop into over time just from babies to adulthood. God doesn't develop over time in that way. He interacts with us over time, reveals more about himself over time, but has been the same from beginning to end, according to what the Bible says. That's quite different. That's, we could call it alien. We could call it transcendent. But anyway, that was the point I tried to make in the book.
0: It's a lovely book, and I feel really glad to have been part of the genesis of that book because you were writing on these concepts on speculative faith before it shut down. And with how or what aliens teach us about God, you really show how God's omnipotence is alien from our own, as well as his all-powerful being, his all-knowledge. All that is different from our own, and yet he says we can call him Abba, Father, And we know just from recently when the Queen of England passed away, the country of the UK, they celebrated her passing with much pomp and circumstance because that's how you would respect a well-respected leader. However, when Jesus came to earth, he wasn't born in a palace, which would have been his due. He was instead born in a manger and with animals. And the only people who heralded his entrance into the world were shepherds who were on the fringe of society. And those things are alien to us. And at the same time, he says, I am making himself equal with God, and yet not so far apart from us that he doesn't know what it means to be a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. These are alien concepts that are more alien even than the Klingons and the Andorians and the many other fictional races that we have developed in our entertainment and in our media. So before I let you go, because we just really want to touch base on this topic, we'll have you come back sometime and do a more in-depth conversation about aliens, me and God, or aliens, you and God, because I think it's very important. My last question I want to ask you is, why should believers concern themselves with UFO's alien activity and things of that nature?
1: Okay, so the thing I would say first of all, that some believers have said that this is demonic, and you know some and that's a fairly common, I guess you could say conservative Christian view, and then some people react against that and say, "Well, hey, no, God could have made aliens, and let's not be so close-minded to assume demons, it's probably aliens." that are Christian people, and I I think we can't be sure either way. I think we have to keep an open mind. I think the reason why we should care about it as Christians is because people in the world care about it, uh, because uh, people are influenced by these ideas. And certainly a lot of people get religious ideas about God, about the universe, from thoughts about aliens. So I think we should just pay attention to what's going on. I don't think we should assume too much. I think we should keep an open mind as we trust God and see what further evidence comes down the pipe. But it's a really pretty kind of a significant announcement. The government announced, yeah, hey, no, we have genuine UAP, as they said, phenomenon. It's real stuff, and they released some footage uh, that's pretty interesting, pretty significant. What it means long-term, I'm not sure, but, you know, I guess stay tuned. We'll find out.
0: I like the way you said that stay tuned, we'll find out, because another thing that God gave us that we often underestimate is our curiosity. People are curious and the more you give us to be curious about, we want to find those answers. So maybe in future years, we'll find out what all of this thing is about, the UAPs, UFO. We may find out, oh, they're all just experiments from some secret lab over in Alaska or something like that. We don't know what we'll find out. But best to believe, we'll find out because we are in we are very curious, and we're not going to let our curious go unresolved. Travis, thank you so much for being with me today on the show. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you online?
1: Well, my site that where I publish books, com, B-E-A-R, publications, one word. And then, you know, I'm working on uh, getting back into blogging. I have uh, not blogged much recently. So for, I think Bear Publications is the main place to find me. But uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get some other stuff up where people can find me. And I'm on Facebook for people who are friends of mine. Uh, you can find me pretty easily on uh, the Railmakers Consortium site. I'm around there and Iron Sharpening Iron site and a couple other groups. But anyway, I hope, you know, bring out some more projects in the near future that uh, draw a little more attention. But uh, as for now, that's where you can you can find me.
0: Travis, thank you so much. As always, I enjoy having you and I cannot wait to have you back and have you back real soon.
1: Well, thanks, Parker. I really appreciate that. It's fun to talk to you always.
0: And we were talking today to Travis Perry. He is the owner of Bear Publications as well as a dear friend, author, and publisher. To find out more about him, simply go to bearpublications.com. I like what Travis said as we kind of discussed and just scratched the surface of this topic. We don't know what's out there, but we will eventually find out because we cannot allow our curiosity to go unfulfilled. The thing about aliens is that no matter what, they will still pale before the alien presence of our Lord. Like Travis says in his book, What Aliens Teach Us About God, it shows that God's ways are not our ways. His nature truly is alien. Thank you so much for joining me for this edition of the Parker J. Cole Show. You have a wonderful, absolutely glorious blessed day. And God bless.
1: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Haha, in my dentist's office.